It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sajid to Warner. He's covering up. He's struck in front. Sajid is getting crankier and crankier. It's the full bellow. Wow, that's getting silly down. By Michael Goff, Sajid stands with his hands on his hips and his head tilted and oh, Sharp Pursuit is going upstairs. So away we go again. This is taking ages, Jerry. <laughs> so, Warner TV was... umpire, the director. We have a player review for LBW. The original decision is not out. I've already checked the feet and it's a fair delivery. Front on, please. Warner survived narrowly at 53 when for all the world that was out on 57 on a not-out call. Doesn't Back appear leg. to be any bad there. It looks like he's missed it, but still give me hot spot just to check. Might be, at best, nicking leg. Might be umpire's call. Keep going with our hot spot. Let me see if there's anything on the butt. No, it doesn't appear anything visible on the butt. Ultra, uh, real-time snicker, please. I can see a little gap, and there's nothing on... Warner survive a second time at the hands of the DRS. Original decision is not out. Ball pitching outside of the impact is in line and wickets hitting. No sense of theatre from the DRS. Michael, your original decision of not out to out. Your on-screen signal now. Dave Warner is out for 57, and all the players on the field gather around him. His work for Australia in Test cricket is done. He will finish 22nd on the all-time run scoring lists. And he can take a final bow at some length here, separate to the result of the game. Warner reaches the thanks Dave sign as he kisses the helmets and turns to every portion of the ground. It's a flourish of the bat to say goodbye. At a moment that will live eternal. This test match, the stage was set for this very final. Which Warner takes with great grace. Having battered Australia into a victorious position. Out for 57. The crowd senses the moment at hand. One run to win. Jamal bowls to Labashane who plays back down the pitch. That was a Yorker. Squared up by it. Nice from Jamal just to hold her at bay. Don't get out now, Marnus. Just hit the winning runs. Jamal would love this last wicket. He's one behind Pat Cummins in the series. They haven't helped him. The team haven't helped Jamal. He's helped the team get into competitive positions in the last two test matches. Crowd in Sydney rise to see Manus hit the winning runs. Jamal bowls and Manus does it. Labashane guides it away through cover. Australia win the SCG tests and the series 3 0. Pakistan was plucky but vanquished like so many teams before on these shores. Australia by eight wickets. Dave Warner finishes on a winning note. And there are warm embraces in the Australian camp for the job complete. Yeah, certainly. um, Turned up today hoping the Australian would get early wickets, and they didn't. I thought Rizwan and Jamal um, 
really worked hard and scored well against this Australian attack. But once Australia got one, they got all three very, very quickly. And then there's some bizarre tactics from Pakistan. I, I, they really didn't get it right with their bowling. Um, Usman went for a duck, but we got a little classic from Dave Warner, 57 off 75 deliveries. Manus, who probably looked as fluent as he has for the whole summer in the first innings, has backed it up in the second um, with more runs. So well done to Australia. Well done to a degree for Pakistan. I, th- I think they uh, had some real highlights. They found some real players, uh, mainly Jamal. Uh, Ayub, the young opening batsman, looks a good player. I think Shafiq, who just got battered by the fast bowlers in the end, will, will be a fine player for them. Um, and Salman. Salman's a very good player. So well done to Australia. Well done to Dave Warner. That's a fantastic career to be a dominant player in all three formats. Um, that strike rate in all uh, three formats has been outstanding. And I think his legacy will grow because I think we're going to find it hard to find an opening batsman that can light up test matches on day one, batting first. Um, so congratulations to him. And he's gone out on a, on a very high night with uh, scoring runs and the Australians winning the series 3-0. Labashane delivers a stump to Warner and the two teams are going to exchange handshakes. This has been a series played in wonderful spirit. They clearly enjoy each other's company and then enjoy competing against each other. The seeds of that were sowed in Pakistan and we've seen it on this soil. A competitive series played with a smile on faces all the way through. Yep, beautiful to see. As you said, the previous uh, um, series in Pakistan, the first for over 20 years was played in, in great spirits. On flat pitches, um, we certainly had more life in the ones over here in Australia. Um, and, and warm embrace, you know, moments Dave Warner will, will never forget. Um, signs for Australia, Mitchell Marsh, his resurgence has continued to grow on. Marnus in really good form. But Australia has that bowling lineup, isn't it? That even if one, one of the fast bowlers is missing out, the other two dig in. Nathan Lyon picking up three wickets today. So no problems with Australia getting 20 wickets. The intrigue going into the Adelaide Test will be who will be opening with Usman Khawaja. Yes, uh, two to come against the West Indies in this summer. Today's crowd, 24,220 for a total of 125,292. Brilliant. One of the best Test matches in Sydney in many a year. I think the the atmosphere was fantastic from the crowd, wasn't it? I don't know whether because the sun was out and, and we're so used to it raining here, but I just feel like they've loved every moment of this test match. I think they'll be coming back. Um, we've got India next year, England after that. If it goes into day five, I, I can see these crowds increasing significantly. So well done to the Sydney siders. Thanks for the sun. I really enjoyed it. Um, let's book it in for next year. Yeah, it's it's a terrific test match when it's like this. Um, yeah. And a, a spicy pitch. Um, yeah, I hope we continue to see pitches like this. I want to see spin playing a part. Love to see Australia playing too. And um, whether we do that against India, <laughs> who are very good in these conditions, we'll wait and see. Game scores, Pakistan 313 and 115, Australia 299 and 2 for 130. The victory target run up in 25.5 overs. Manus Labashane 62 not out, Steve Smith 4 not out. The two batters dismissed, Usman Khawaja, LBW, Sajid for naught, And Dave Warner, LBW, Sajid for 57. 2 for 130, Sajid Khan 11 overs, 1 maiden, 2 for 49. Mir Hamza, two overs, no maidens, none for nine. Hassan Ali, four overs, no maidens, none for 15. Agar Salman, five overs, no maidens, none for 28. And Amir Jamal, 3.5 overs, no maidens, none for 22. Here's David. Morning. Friends and family and adoring SCG. They talk about fairy tales, mate. I can't imagine it could get much better. Yeah, look, it's pretty much a dream come true. Um, you know, you win 3 0 and uh, cap off what's been a great. 18 months to two years for the for the Australian cricket team. Um, now on the back of the World Test Championship win, Ashes Series draw, and then World Cup, and then they come here, finish uh, 3-0 is a, an outstanding achievement. And um, yeah, I'm just proud to be a, a bunch with a bunch of great cricketers here. What do these guys mean to you? You've 
spent a lot of time with a lot of them, especially the bowlers, Stark and, and crew. It's been a long journey. I think it's great. Um, but yeah, look, uh, you know, these guys, they work their backsides off, uh, you know, the engine room, the big three quicks, plus Mitchell Marsh. Um, you know, they, they, they work tirelessly in the, in the nets and um, in the gym. And, you know, credit to them. To stay on the park, the physios, the staff that are behind that is, is outstanding. But um, you look at them, they're, they're amazing. And uh, I don't have to face them ever again in the nets, which I don't do anyway. So um, that helps. Tell us about your own day. You woke up this morning. I'm sure your family was surrounding. What were your thoughts at that stage, David? Um, just a casual walk up to the local cafe, get a, get a coffee with a young one. Um, and then, yeah, I just... Uh, just got into the car and um, packed a wine or two. Um, shouldn't say that too loud, uh, get in trouble. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I, felt, I felt happy um, and really, really proud. And just to come here in front of, you know, your home crowd with the, with the support that uh, they've shown me and the Australian cricket team over the, my, my last decade or my career, um, I can't thank them enough. Without, without you guys, we aren't able to do what we do, and uh, it's really, really much appreciated. The innings itself, you talked us through the innings. It was, you finished like the way you started, full of shots, through mid-wicket, reverse sweeps, pulled out every trick in the book, and I can see you smiling about it, mate. Look, we're in the entertainment business, and I'm just happy to come out here and, and showcase what I try to do all the time. Um, you know, I started with the 2020, and uh, tried to come out here and try and emulate that, but um, look, I tried to play my shots, go out the way that I had to play, um, and yeah, managed to get a win on the ball, which is great. We saw your girls and your wife, Candice, up there in the stand, your mum and dad. What does family mean to you? Obviously, it's an enormous part of your life, David. Massive part of your uh, of your life, and um, you know, without their um, you know their support, um, you know, it's you, you can't do what you do. And um, you know, I have to owe credit to, to my my parents for giving me a, a beautiful and great upbringing. My brother Steve, um, you know, I followed in his footsteps, um, and then you know came along Candice and, and sort of got me in line. And um, yeah, we've had a, a beautiful family, and uh, you know, I, I cherish every moment I get with them. And um, you know, I, I loved them to death. And uh, I'm not going to keep carrying on because I'll get too emotional, but um, thank you, uh, Candice, for, for what you've done. You mean the world to me, and I appreciate it. These boys are up against the West Indies in a few weeks' time. What do you think that will be like for you? Um, I, I think it'll be quite emotional to watch the guys go out there and, and, and not play and knowing that um, you know, I was able to come out here and, and do what I could do. But as I just mentioned, you know, you've got a great bunch of cricketers here. Um, we are all almost over 30 years of age, so um, you know, as, as time goes by, we're not getting younger, but this team, they're, they're energetic, they're, they're world-class, and um, they're a great, guy, a great bunch of guys. How would you like to be remembered? David Warner was? Uh, exciting, entertaining, and I hope uh, I put a smile on everyone's face with the way that I played, and hopefully the young kids out there can follow in my footsteps, wipe all cricket to test cricket. It's the pinnacle of our sport. So keep uh, working hard to play the Red Bull game because it's entertaining as well. Congratulations on an amazing test career. We'll see you again playing cricket soon. But I think the people have turned out, the crowd have turned out. They've come to watch you for year after year because you're an entertainer. So thanks for everything you've done for your team, for your country and for Australian cricket. Congratulations, David. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Dave Warner there with Mark Howard takes his bow at the SCG. Uh, we're going to duck downstairs. Flim, just before we do, give me a player of the series before it's announced. So Marsh, 344 runs at 86, four half centuries. Cummins, 19 wickets at 12, three five-wicket hauls. And Jamal, 18 wickets at 20 and a half and 143 runs at 28 and a half. I wish Jamal had a better opportunity to take it off Pat Cummins, but I'm going Pat Cummins. Um, and not only just for his bowling, but his captaincy as well. All right, let's see how that lands. Colo and Barat are down. Uh, no, we're joining the... What are we doing here? Oh, let's say hello to Colo and Barat, and then we'll go to Isha. Thanks, Jared. Yeah, fantastic atmosphere down here in front of the uh, pavilion where the players have just come and gone and uh, back out there waiting for the presentation themselves. Barat, uh, we just heard from David Warner speaking to Mark Howard. Hopefully we'll get a chance to interrogate him a little bit as well. But what, what a perfect way to finish on a Saturday afternoon in the sun. Didn't quite hit the winning runs, but Warner, so many of that. Uh, the shots he played today were a reminder of what a, what a talented cricketer he's been for such a long time. What did he say? Exciting, entertaining and put smiles on faces. That's what he's done for the last 13 years and that's exactly what he did today as well. And a lovely little touch there. Steve Smith carried one of the stumps from the yeah. middle and as they crossed paths just tossed it to David Warner. Looks like going to the presentation. Ishigua out in the middle with the trophy. Cricket Australia sincerely thank NRMA Insurance and all their partners who are wonderful supporters of cricket in this country.
And they'd like to thank the match officials, the umpires, match referee and scorers for your efforts across the series, uh, which has been greatly appreciated. I'd now like to welcome up the NRMA Insurance Player of uh, the Match for this Sydney Test for his 82 and second Test match Pfeiffer in three Test matches. It is Amr Jamal. Amr, you've got a smile on your face. Uh, You've been incredible in this test series. Uh, you had to wait a long time to get your moment, but you certainly made it count. Uh, yeah, definitely. I've waited so long to get here to this stage. Uh, uh, first of all, I would like to congratulate Team Australia. Uh, they've been outstanding in all three departments, batting, bowling and fielding. And thank, uh, thanks for the, everyone who came here to watch us these games. From playing uh, early days in Pakistan to featuring for Hawkesbury here in New South Wales, to then playing on the biggest stage of them all and picking up two Test match fifers against uh, what is an incredible Australian batting lineup. How does that make you feel? Uh, definitely, uh, feelings are uh, uh, incredible, and I'm over the moon for these feelings and uh, performing in front of the uh, great side, Australian side. Uh, it wasn't that easy for me, uh, but I stick to the basics and stick to my passion. So I think that's why I got succeed. You entertained us all with the bat as, as well. How much did you enjoy that here at the SUG? Yes, I loved every moment. Uh, I know that uh, it's, uh, they're going to come hard on us, so uh, I was trying not to give up on every moment. So I was just enjoying every single ball, whatever was coming towards me. And after your performances, are you going to tap your captain on the shoulder and ask him for the new ball at some stage? <laughs> no, I think we've got uh, very good talent. Amir Hamza, uh, Shaheen Shafridi, uh, Hassan Ali as well. Uh, they are very good new ball operators, so I will stick to the first or second change. Well, hard luck on uh, the series loss, but congratulations on, on your efforts. Uh, everyone here will certainly remember your name. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Ahmed Jamal, player of the match for the Sydney Tests. I'd now like to welcome up uh, the losing captain, Sham Masood. Sean, another topsy-turvy match uh, for your team, but you've still got a smile on your face. Uh, how do you reflect on this one? I think a bit similar to Melbourne. Um, we're learning things the hard way. Um, we have to look at a lot of positives. Um, taking a lead, putting a good score on the board. Again, missing a few chances. I think that could have been a lead of 50, 60 if we get a play like Mitchell Marsh out over there. So it's a bit of uh, deja vu since Melbourne, but a lot of positives to look at. Um, when we're facing uh, Australia and their conditions, there's going to be a response like yesterday. And uh, they went for wickets, they went searching for wickets, and they had quality bowlers. And uh, we made a few mistakes which uh, left the gate open, and, and they made full use of it. 130, the target for Australia. You must have felt you were in the game on, on that surface. What was the thinking around the, the bowlers that you used? I think the thinking was to have the spinner ball from the start and he did pick a wicket, but then I think David Warner and Manus Labuschagne counter-attacked a bit and then that set us back in the game. Um, like I said, realistically, we would have liked anything over 200. Um, that makes a different game. That makes the batsmen uh, not uh, take that many risks early on as, as they were able to with 130. With 130, you can have a go at the, at the start and then have your batsmen sort of defend if, if it needs to be. So uh, I think we were quite a few runs short by the end of it. The Australians bowled really well in the second innings. And again, that's a lesson to learn that it's a game of four innings, not two innings, and, and, and we're learning it the hard way. Well, you've taken a lot of learnings uh, from this trip, but there have been a lot of players that have stood up. Uh, Amr Jamal in particular, Salman, and young Saeem Ayub, who hit Mitch Start for a six over point. <laughs> I think that's the, that's the thing we have to do um, as a test team taking forward. Like I said, it's, it's more about team goals. If, if you look at our batting unit, I think Rizwan top scored, but nobody scored over 200 runs in that series. And, and we picked 20 wickets in Melbourne. We, we got them out in Sydney over here. We, we got some wickets in Perth as well. So those are, those are positive things that we are doing as a side. But if we can make those little improvements, those one percenters, grab onto our chances, uh, make the 50s into 100s, uh, when, we're, when we're bowling good spells, if we're getting three wickets, get five wickets over there. So little, little improvements that we can take forward with us. We've got 10 months till we play our next test match, so plenty of time to, for the players to go back uh, and sort of reapply themselves and, and hopefully when we get together as a squad in August playing Bangladesh where we have a good run of test matches, we can continue playing cricket the same way. 
And I believe, Sean, you'd like to make a presentation as well. Yes, if we could just uh, give a token of appreciation and a parting gift to David Warner. Uh, if he could come up to the stage, please. Just describe what it is. Uh, we've made... Thank you so much. Thanks, mate. Inshallah, inshallah. 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 And uh, we just thought the whole squad could give you Babar Azam shirt um, as, a, as a gesture, as a parting gift, and we wish you all the best Thank in you. your future endeavors. Cheers, mate. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Sean, you've been a credit to Pakistan. It's been uh, wonderful having you here in this country, and we welcome Pakistan uh, back uh, very, very soon. Right, over to the uh, NRMA Insurance Player of the Series. Uh, but before that, I'd like to welcome up uh, Daphne Benno, who will be presenting the Benno Kadir Trophy. Daphne, I'm sure you'll agree, Richie uh, would be so proud in the way this test series was played and the spirit and the manner of every individual on both sides. Great to have you up here on stage. Uh, so the player of the series then, Mitch Marsh, averaging 80 in the series with the 450s and 290s, some key wickets as well. Ahmed Jamal for his 18 wickets, but for his 19 wickets at an average of just 12, it is the Australian captain, Pat Cummins. Pat, congratulations on the team's performance, but let's start with yourself and what an incredible series it's been for, for you with the ball. Yeah, really happy with how it's all gone. Um, yeah, rhythms felt great the whole series and yeah, not always the case that wickets follow, but yeah, it was my turn. This one to, to take a few wickets is great. And for you with your captaincy as well, everything you touch then team to turn to gold. Yeah, I don't think I could take too much credit for that. Um, yeah, everything seemed to work this summer. Um, there was a couple of moments where uh, we felt right behind it, but one of the boys stepped up and kind of, when it was their moment, they found a way to get us back into the, into the contest. So, yeah, great start to a summer so far. What was the key to, to winning here on this ground, though? Because completely different conditions to the MCG in Perth. Yeah, that's right. I think, yeah, you know, the taking or having them fall down in that first session on day one was big. Um, that, that really set the game up. And then it was played at a bit of a different pace. Uh, you know, day two when we batted, I thought the batters kind of adjusted really well. Um, and then there at the end, it was kind of subcontinent conditions and you saw the boys sweeping when they had to. And yeah, just adjusted when they needed to really well. It felt like a real masterclass of batting on what was a difficult track to bat on. That's right. You can't just survive out there. You've got to um, be putting pressure back onto the, onto the bowlers. And I thought Marn and, and Davey, the, the way they went about it today was just top class. And that moment last night, treble wicket maiden for Josh Hazelwood in front of a, a packed crowd here on Pink Day. Uh, what was that feeling like? Oh, it was great. It was, uh, you know, the beauty of Test cricket late in the day. You feel like the whole stadium's erupting. It's one of those moments. Um, yeah, Joshy's bowled beautifully all series without as much as re uh, reward as I think he deserves. So it was a nice moment yesterday. You complete the series 3-0. You did what you set out to do. Start the, the year as you mean to, to go on here in 2024. It's been a, such a successful year for you last year. But just a, a word on a number of the, the players in this team, because everyone does contribute. Mitch Marsh in particular, getting you out of some sticky spots. Yeah, a huge series for Mitchy. Uh, in every test, contributed with the bat and a couple of key wickets at key moments. Um, so he's, he's thriving. Uh, yeah, he's just showing how good he is. Um, and again a guy that puts a lot of pressure back onto the opposition and he walked out in some really tricky spots and, and made it his own. And David Warner, farewell test match. Uh, how big a hole is he going to leave? Yeah, I heard it's Davey's last test match, apparently. Um, it's going uh, to be hard to replace Davey. He's uh, basically played every game for the last dozen years. He's a huge personality. Um, he really sets the game up. Uh, with the way he plays every time he walks out. So he's going to be huge for a place. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll enjoy it uh, for the next day or so while we've still got him around. And a few days off for your team before the West Indies Test Series? That's right, about a week at home until um, we get down to Adelaide. So good time to reflect on uh, this series, but also the, the, the year that's been and, um, and obviously Davey's career. 
Pat, well done once again. Congratulations on the, the player of the series. You can go and collect your trophy and ask your teammates to come up as well. Pat Cummins, the winning captain for the Benno Kadir Trophy as we welcome up the Australian team to join your captain. We've seen this a few times over the last 12 months or so. Congratulations to Pat Cummins and his team. They win the series 3-0. The Australians on stage in front of the members. The trophy between Pat Cummins and Dave Warner. The Benno Kadir trophy handed over by Richie's widow Daphne. And the streamers, green and gold, and the Sydney skies in that note of victory. 3-0. Pakistan depart, having provided excellent competition. Just not quite the finished products, but certainly exceeded some of the uh, expectations and allayed some of the fears around the start of this summer. Especially competitive in Melbourne and Sydney and made Australia work. And Australia answer the call and get the first three wins at home. Absolutely necessary in the World Test Championship to defend home. So the first three of those accounted for. Two more to come against the West Indies. And then a two-test series against New Zealand. No extravagance in the celebrations. All sort of meeting the moment. And Pat Cummins rightfully recognised Damien Fleming. Sometimes the bowlers get too readily overlooked for awards. <laughs> Australia win the series on the back of his moment bowling. Yep, um, and his captaincy as well. And we haven't had that in a fast bowling captain in the history of the game. And really the last bowler to do that was Richie Beddoe. He was. So uh, Mitch Marsh is down with Adam Collins and Bharat Sundarisen. Mitch Marsh, thanks for joining SEN Test Cricket. What a lovely moment out here with the families after David Warner's final test in a 3-0 series victory. Yeah, it's always pretty special, isn't it? Um, I think for Davey to, I guess, bat the way he did today and uh, I feel like get a, a send-off that he deserves um, to win like we did, for him to be out there almost until the end, uh, to see his girls running out to him. It's, uh, it's a very special moment. It, it could have been a close test match. They took the first innings lead into... Uh, well, what was the final session only yesterday? It finished in a real hurry, but you were tested. You did respond in keeping with the theme of 2023. Yeah, it's uh, another amazing test match, really. I think the last hour yesterday, um, I don't really remember a better sort of hour of test cricket. And for anyone who says that test cricket's dead, <laughs> you only had to be here yesterday to witness that, to feel the crowd, um, 37,000 people. Dave, you made a point before. Most of you have got a three in front of your age. I think everyone bar Marnus Labashan is now turned 30. The place this side's in more widely, being settled, being comfortable where you're at at life and how that's helping inform the sort of cricket you're playing. Yeah, we're certainly outnumbered with the kids, um, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, it is special. I think you know, all, all good sporting teams' um, environments um, are all based around uh, strong family values and um, certainly Paddy um, has been really strong on that. Uh, we've got a lot of family time within our group and, um, I mean... I remember when my dad was coaching, that's what I, that was me <laughs> back in the day, um, out on the ground, getting as much airtime as I possibly could. So um, it's really special. And as far as the chance now to do it against the West Indies, I know that's only a, a relatively short turnaround. They're going away from home, over to New Zealand. It's not a great sport for finish lines cricket. You've got to get straight back on the bike again. Yep, absolutely. We're certainly used to that by now. Um, but we'll celebrate today. It's um, been a really special week for Davey. Um, we'll send him off um, really well. Get a few days off and then uh, we're back to work, so um, love it. What have you planned for that celebration, Mitch? Usually the, uh, the bell of all parties? Um, yeah, look, I'm not really sure what's planned. I'm sure we'll be in the change rooms uh, for a while, but um, what I do know is that I'll be front and centre somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and I can imagine Davey will, he, will enjoy himself amongst the group. He said he's going to enjoy his last few days as an Australian test cricketer. I'm sure he'll be front and centre. Yeah, 12 years. It'd be nice for him to buy us all a beer at some point. <laughs> so, like, that's all it's taken for him to retire. But, um, yeah, no, we're look, I'm looking forward to having a, a couple of beers with him and uh, hopefully him reminiscing on what's been an amazing test career. Brilliant. Mitch Marsh, congratulations on your performance through the series and we'll uh, catch you in Adelaide. Sounds good, gents. Thank you. Thank you. With Adam Collins and Barrett Sundarason. So that performance 
Lisa, is uh, 344 runs at 86 with four half centuries. So he only misses from the series the crowning moment of a ton, which uh, could have oh. been at the MCG, but not to be. <laughs> and two wickets, um, obviously, Baba there in Perth. And then twice over got Masood here the second time it was legal. So he has nailed down six like it hasn't been nailed down for a while. Yeah, and we always knew the, the WA crowd were always a fan of him and off the back of the T20 World Cup in the UAE where he had an, an outstanding tournament, I feel like the Australian public has certainly fallen back in love with Mitch Marsh and you know going around... Australia now and whenever you hear the name and when he walks out, especially in the whites, there is a big roar because he is entertainment. Um, even when Australia were down and out at that Boxing Day test, Forfa, he comes in and he plays his aggressive brand of cricket. Um, he's just a guy that is very comfortable with who he is and how he plays the game and I'm very happy to see him perform so well now in the test arena. Simon Kadich joins us back in the SEN Test Cricket Box as well as we reflect upon the SCG Test, which Australia has won by eight wickets and the series victory 3-0. And maybe on the Pakistan side of things first, so Shan Masood, lovely in his post-match presentation, can completely nailed it. He knows exactly where Pakistan is in their development and the lessons learned. We just cross our fingers and hope he can nail down his Test career because he's a very lovely captain. Good afternoon, Jared, Lisa, and all our listeners. Yeah, you're spot on, Jared. I thought he captained really well at times of this series. Today was probably a little bit questionable with how he went about it in that second innings. But I guess the big challenge for him, and this has been endemic in Pakistan cricket for a long time, is that they have a history of chopping and changing. And as Wakar Yunus said to us earlier in the series, he played in a Pakistan team at one stage that had seven former captains in it. Yeah which doesn't give you a huge amount of confidence. And there's already been you know, a lot of, I guess, turmoil in Pakistan cricket after the World Cup. Obviously, all the support staff have come in fresh for this series. Uh, Mohammed Hafiz has taken over as, I think, the director of high performance or cricket. So there's been a lot of change. And Shan Masood himself has already been through an up-and-down rollercoaster journey Having started as a test opener, we saw him playing Brisbane all those years ago when they toured, uh, in and out of the team, and now back in as captain. So let's hope there is some sort of continuity because they've got some genuine talent in this team. They need to brush up on the basics of the game, and, and the first place they're going to have to start is with their fielding. And it will come down to selection because ultimately with fielding, it comes down to technique and athleticism and the want to be a better fielder and that's the thing that they're going to have to look at who wants to be a better fielder and if there's guys there that are skilled with bat and ball but are useless in the field and drop catches then they're going to have to look at that and maybe those guys fall by the wayside because catching has cost them this series as simple as that they've batted well at times there's still some question marks around their batting order and there's question marks around what their best attack looks like. They're probably going to have to nail down a specialist spinner. I think they've got it in Abra Ahmed uh, with some mystery with him, but he was injured for this series, and then they've just got to look after their quicks. And they've always had a history of producing really good young quicks, but this series, they didn't have a lot of firepower in their attack. So Shah Massoud's done pretty well with what he's got, but they there's so much talent in Pakistan cricket, they, they'll be able to put together a very good team and start winning tests. The assessment of Australia's overall performance, so um, uneven in Melbourne and Sydney, um, and only so you know, only one century. Uh, Australia, I'm sure, would have in their checklist, it'd be, a it'd be a century, a match at least, particularly against this level of opposition on home soil. Yeah, that was a surprise, only one century, yeah. and, and that man now, David Warner, is retiring. So there's... Huge opportunity now. <coughs> You're right, Cap. <laughs> um, for someone to step up at the top of the order. Obviously, Labashane and Smith have had difficult series, but I thought Labashane today mm. showed exactly the kind of form that we've become accustomed to seeing from him. And I think all it was was he flicked the switch with his mindset. It was a positive mindset to go out there and get the runs and back David Warner up, and he looked magnificent. So hopefully that augurs well, and it should, because he should 
carved the West Indies up. He did last year, I think, when we played them. He scored over 500 runs in two tests and just, I think there were 300s in there as well. So It, it almost feels like, especially for Steve Smith and Marnus Labuschagne, who kind of have focused a lot of the build-up to white ball cricket and to try and get into the T20, the ODI side, which obviously was a World Cup just played not that long ago, then to kind of go into test cricket, maybe the wanting to hit the ball all the time. They've gone away from the formula that has been so successful for them in test cricket. So as the test series has gone on and, and no doubt coming up against West Indies, we're still yet to see the best of these two during this Australian summer. Yeah, and I guess the inconsistency with Australia's performances this summer was that the batting at times allowed Pakistan back into the mm. contest. And we saw that a bit in the second innings in Melbourne. They didn't put Pakistan away and, and the test was still alive. And then even here at the SCG, where Australia looked like they were going to get a lead yesterday on the first innings, which would have been mm. substantial in the context of the game, they fell away at the back end of the innings, losing four for ten after tea. And all of a sudden, Pakistan had a lead and felt like they had momentum in the test. So there's a, there'll be a few little concerns there. But overall... And Pat Cummins you know, led the way, but the attack is so experienced and so high class and they complement each other well that you expect that Australia should steamroll the West Indies and whoever they play in, in the next period, next summer's the big one. India here for five tests. That, that's where the true test is coming. So the batting readout for Australia, Marsh, 344 runs at 86. Warner, 299 runs at 50, essentially. Kawaja, 220 runs at 36.6. Labuschagne, 270 runs at 41.4. Smith, 194 runs at 38.8. And Carey, 129 runs at 32. Yeah, Travis had 81 runs at 16. So after being so instrumental for Australia, he may very, very well end up as the International Cricketer of the Year. He's had a bit of a, an RSO. He's had the rostered series off. I would liken it to the hangover. <laughs> He's still hung over from the World Cup celebrations. And rightly so. <laughs> uh, on the bowling side of things, so Cummins, 19 wickets at 12. Nathan Lyon, 13 wickets at, at 26 and a half. Stark, 12 wickets at 26. Hazelwood, 11 wickets at 20. And Head, 2 wickets at 12. Um, Marsh, 2 wickets at 42 and a half. Um, what, what did you make of the bowling overall? Look, I think, I mean, you go through those numbers there, they're all excellent. I mean, Nathan Lyon's probably the one that came in with a lack of cricket, obviously after the calf injury uh, in England. But I think he, he just balances this team out. And we saw that, I guess, in the first test in Perth. And the beauty is these quicks keep getting through test matches and you can't underestimate that. Whilst he would have liked more of a haul here at his home ground, it's always been a bit of a bogey ground for him here. He averages over 40 with the ball, which is amazing, given that uh, there was some good assistance there. But this attack, you know, it, it complements each other, as I said before. And there's a reason they're all in the top 10 wicket-takers for Australia, because they're all class performers. And while they're all playing and performing, I can't see there being too many changes unless there's a niggle here or there, or they want to give someone an opportunity when there is someone whose workload has spiked. What do you think of the bowling lease and all that we saw? Yeah, I, I just think this is this is a group of players that have played so much cricket with each other that if one person falls just under the mark, the others pick him up or they carry on themselves and then find a way to get that, that player who's just been arrived back into the game. So... Um, been friends and teammates for such a long period of time and um, you know as David Warner indicated everyone's 30 plus so you know we're going to see a huge change over this Australian test side over the next five six years and, and it's going to be how Cricket Australia juggle that there'll be opportunities to bring other players in. Here's Marnus Labuschagne down with Adam Collins and Bharat Sundarason. Manus Labuschagne, thanks for joining SEN Test Cricket. Wonderful scenes down here. Autographs being signed, kids playing in the streamers and a, and a lovely performance to complete the series, winning 3-0. How's this? Oh, it's a great experience. Beautiful day in Sydney, which is a rarity. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, unbelievable. Um, you know, I'm, uh, the scoreboard might say two for 130 there, but there's certainly the last two matches in the series were a, a very tight contest and 
you know, we probably just won the right moments in the game, but, um, you know, uh, that was a little niggly run chase, that's for sure. You personally strumming 62 not out in pretty good nick towards the end there, overtaking David Warner at one point. I mean, looking up at that board, thinking you finished the series on a high note, big 2024, obviously you've reflected on not having done as well in 23 as you would have liked done personally, but walking out here in the Sydney Test and playing that way, you must be thrilled. Yeah, look, I, I just said then, uh, you know, nice way to start 2024. Um, you know, obviously wasn't at my best in 2023. We had some tough tours, obviously, India and England away. But, um, you know, I look to build on, on on this start. You know, obviously nice to get, you know, a pair of 60s and, 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 and play relatively close to back to, to, to where I am um, at my best. A um, few technical changes and I feel like my game's in a, in a good space leading into the next series. As someone you batted a lot with throughout your career already, Manas, is, is David. How special was it to put on a 100-run stand with him with that big embrace in the middle? Yeah, uh, it was it was so special. Uh, I think, um, you know, I think we have one of the best records together um, as, as a pair in, in the side. And, well, we did. We did have the best record. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, that, I said to David out there, I think sometimes... Um, one of the reasons why we have such a good record is I think he drags me with him, the energy, the presence he has at the crease. Um, you know, that energy, he brings me with him and, and I think that's why, you know, we have so much success together because he brings that energy out in me, um, the running hard, you know, uh, putting the fielders under pressure, you know, even that LBW shout will be scampered for one. I think I was out, actually. <laughs> oh, I didn't see the replay. But, but, you know, even those sort of small things, just I think that... That's, that's what I'm going to really miss because I think that's what you know I love uh, about batting with Dave. Uh, and, and just about you two and your relationship, I've spent hours in the nest watching you banter with each other. Uh, that's going to be new as well, not having him around in the test team. Yeah, look, he's going to be he's going to be truly missed. You know, ordering dinners when you go out to big dinners, he usually just grabs a menu, orders for everyone, uh, knows the wine list. Uh, it's always going to be a tough one. He's going to be truly missed. I mean, he, he was an amazing player. Uh, in all three formats, we still have him for the T20 format. But um, you know the way you know, this World Cup, the time that we spent together, this World Cup, the performance he delivered in the World Cup with the bat and in the field, and then to come out here and in his last series and you know be up there with probably one of the leading run scorers. I don't know what it finished with, but mm. leading run scorer for the series um, in his last in his last Test series, mate. He, he's a class act and. Finished career averaging 45 at a strike rate of 70. Take my hat off for him. We were pondering aloud on commentary when you walked out there. He was off to an absolute flyer. Whether he might have said to you, I'm half a chance of making a ton here. Was, it, was that reflected upon? Nah, look, look, I don't think it was a wicket that I that, that unfortunately I could have sat in and given him the yes. opportunity. <laughs> um, there was too much happening. The, 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 the rough was too big. Ball was spinning too consistently. So you had to keep showing energy and intent. But it was really nice to build a partnership there, that's for sure. Uh, you spoke about the, the the technical tweaks you made. You're always making technical tweaks. But uh, is there anything in particular that you think uh, worked out better? You just seemed in better alignment yeah. overall. Yeah, my alignment felt way better. The bat coming through, uh, worked really hard on that in the week. Uh, well, in the week off, three, four days we had off. Uh, had a few hits in Melbourne. Um, after the test day, after the test, had a hit. Worked on some technical stuff, just about what I want. Looked at some vision and um, yeah, and then from there. You know, just grind in the nets, worked hard, tried to face a lot of balls, face the bowlers uh, in the morning. Uh, Chris Tremaine, um, Nisbet from New South Wales, um, and, and a few of the bowlers, and, and just, you know, had a two hour session and just kept trying to just repeatability, repeatability, and um, it came good. It felt good, felt confident out in the nets, um, out in the middle, and, you know, it's nice to start the year off well. You're about as close to Steve Smith as anybody in the Aussie team. He said last night, uh, that he's pretty keen to consider being the next test opener. Just keen for your, your thoughts on, on that from Steve Smith. Well, I mean, well, he averages 50, 58 at 5, uh, 61 at 4 and 67 at 3. Um, so it seems like the higher he goes, the more he averages. So, <laughs> That's impressive for him, uh, rattling those numbers exactly, off. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, you can check, you, you can fact check. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that, it's impressive numbers. It seems the higher he goes, the better he gets. Um, I've got no doubt if he, if that's the way we went, um, he, he would do very well. Um, he really wants it. He wants that motivation. He wants that extra bit of something. Uh, I think, you know, waiting to bat's not his forte. He wants to get out there straight away. So, yeah, if that's the way we go down, then um, I'm sure he'll have a lot of success. But we'll have to wait and, uh, and see.
you're sure, surely not doing it. Um, look, well, I'm happy to do what the team needs, uh, but I'll just say I, I do love batting at three. I love the variety of the role. Um, I like playing spin. Um, so, you know, but whatever the team needs, if the team needs that and we need to do that, if we want to fit Cameron Green in down the order, then... Um, and that's the way we go, then that's that, that, that's how it is. Has that conversation been had with you? Andrew McDonald sort of hinted towards you before this series if they were going to do a reshuffle where Green came in into the middle order, it like kind of could be you. Is that is that an ongoing dialogue with the coach? Well, at the moment, it could be anyone. Okay. It could it could be well. anyone. Like, um, you know, I've seen the media throwing around Travis Head, throwing around me, you know, obviously the, the, the three openers outside yep. of the squad, Cameron Bancroft, Matt Renshaw and, and Marcus Harris. Um and then obviously Smudge. Smudge seems like the lead frontrunner and the one that really wants it. Um, and, and, and I mean, even the likes of Cameron Green. I mean, his ability um, as a batter, um, good technique. Oh, I, I definitely think he could do it as well. So um, there's your pick. Uh, there's, there's heaps to choose from. Melbourne so, Cup Field. Melbourne Cup Field, anyone's game. You're a young father now, man. It's just, just watching uh, all the kids run onto the field while the presentation is going on. Uh, it, it's a unique dressing room now, isn't it? I mean, there are a lot of adults, like Mitch Marsh said, but you're being outnumbered by the kids. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, I think that's where our team's at, really family-orientated. We've got all the kids. They're enjoying our journeys with us. Our families are enjoying our journeys with us. And, you know, that definitely makes a sacrifice of being away a little bit, you know, easier. It's nice to have them here around Christmas, New Year's time, and to enjoy this, you know, great moments that we get to live um, at the start of our careers. Manus Labashane, well played this week. Thanks for joining us for a chat, and we'll see you very soon, I'm sure. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Manus. Thank you, team. There's a big difference between being asked by the public and the media, and then actually if the conversation is had behind closed doors, formally. <laughs> but that, that idea that it feels like Steve Smith wants it, mm. and that was the case that Manus made pretty compellingly. Yeah, and the thing is, he's got the ability and experience to be able to adapt to a new role, and this is the thing we spoke about recently with him is when he has had these little lulls in the last couple of years, it's because of waiting and sitting around waiting to bat. It's not because he's done anything other than just chew up ner- nervous energy, which no doubt he would at batting at four, particularly when the top three were so mm. dominant in a couple of those series. I think one of them was against Pakistan where Davey got the triple hundred and Labuschagne was getting big scores. And so from that perspective, and Kawaja was up there. So yeah, it, it's, it, makes sense that if they're going to go down that path, Steve Smith wants to do it first and foremost, and if he's happy to do it, then you've got experience at the top of the order in the engine room. Might be a masterstroke by the selectors and the coach not to have any public debate going and just to see what shook out. <laughs> it looks like Peter Lawler planted this idea, and it, like Inception, it, it has just taken hold, first in the mind of Steve Smith and now clearly amongst his teammates. Did, did he actually plant it or did someone in, from the Australian team plant it with him? I think Pete concocted it with <laughs> Shane Watson. Okay. And, and it has grown from there. Well, the fact that in the press conference and Steve Smith basically saying, yeah, I'm happy to do it, if tapped on the shoulder. And you're right, the, the, there has been a swell of momentum since then, hasn't there? That's all we're talking about. Uh, and a little bit of David Warner and, and the final day of the Test match, but um, it's uh, it'll be fascinating to kind of watch it all unfold in in the next few days. It's hard not to think that's now the favoured way. Um, I still, the most elegant solution is Labuschagne to open, and he said he'd do it if he was asked. But if you've got the bloke behind you who's absolutely eager to do it, is that that's such an interesting selection conversation now? Is for team harmony if you've got your volunteer. And that's what you were looking for, for something to reshuffle. And I, probably, I think it's better for Green to go in at four than to open. I, yeah. I suspect he could find his way as an opener. Yeah. It's just what... So what does it do to the team? So Smith is a long-term linchpin at four. Um, Green has to make... He would have to make really good runs at four pretty quickly. But you've got more of an opportunity compared to when you're batting at six. And that's the challenge of batting at six is that you've got these scenarios where you can either be coming in early and there's been trouble. And then there's the other, and then you end up batting with the tail because you've only mm. really got one more partnership with either the top six or then the keeper. 
And if the keeper's not making runs, then it makes it challenging in that role. And he's still a young man. But when you're batting higher up the order, you've got extra partnerships. And it's not doesn't sound like many, a couple extra, but it makes a difference in terms of if you get set with someone else in the top four and they're going big and you join them, you've got a great opportunity to go big. Here's Dave Warner down with Adam Collins and Barrett Sanderson. Uh, Dave Warner, they say that most test careers end in tears, not yours. A half century at the last time of asking in a win, 3-0 series. Saturday afternoon, glorious day, family everywhere. This must be so satisfying. Yeah, it's awesome. It's just a, it caps off um, not just my career, but an outstanding 18 to 24 months for the Australian cricket team. 3-0 win here. I know the guys have got another two test matches to go, but to, to start this new year with a, with a win, uh, it's outstanding. Looks like you were having so much fun out there as well. All the old tricks out for one last run before you could uh, hang that old tattered baggy green up one last time. Yeah, that wicket um, called for that. And uh, Manus actually complimented me a little bit. He said, the way that you play makes me play uh, even better. So, you know, he said he said out there, you know, the energy that I brought out there gave him a lot of energy. And I think you look at the partnerships that we've had previously, It's it, we've, we've seen that. And he's striked at, you know, probably 75 plus um, and it was just great to be out there and have another 100-run partnership to cap it off. Uh, and you got a little emotional there while just speaking to TV right after. David, we haven't seen that side of you very often in, in public. Uh, just just how has it been the last few days and especially you know walking out with all of these people cheering for you? Yeah, look, it's been overwhelming. And um, yeah, I'm wavering support from, from every single person. Um, you know, throughout my whole entire career, I've said it plenty of times, you know, I might not have been everyone's cup of tea, but you know, for what I did on the field, you know, the passion that I have, the pride to wear this bag of green, to go out there, compete, um, to do my best for the team and contribute, um, I've got no regrets. And, you know, I've absolutely loved it. And it's been fantastic. And I'll cherish this forever. Your family have been such a big part of your career, Dave. Having them out here playing in the streamers and in celebrating your performance today, it must make it all that much more special. It is. And they don't understand, I think, the hype and, and what's um, what we've all been through as, you know, as a family. But individuals as players as well they're enjoying their time out there with their streamers and you know this is what it's all about it's all about the kids and you know, i just said it just before you know i want to keep making sure that the the youngsters my girls are aspiring to wear the baggy green um if that's what you want to if that's what you want to do with cricket um you know it's the pinnacle of, of our game and you know I, I get emotional you know when i see um you know things play out in the media where everyone's talking about the white ball game and yes i'm going to go play some white ball cricket now at the end of my career but I've done everything I've needed to do. I want to make sure that every single person out there strives for their baggy. doesn't matter what country you play for. Red ball cricket is where it's at. You said a while back you wanted to be remembered as exciting, entertaining, and someone who puts smiles on everyone's face. How much has that aspect of it mattered to you in all these years, David? Oh, look, it's, it's how I've always approached the game, and hopefully I've put smiles on faces, put bums on seats, and entertained everyone. You know, I wasn't going to go out here um, you know, without without you know throwing my bat around you know that's the way that I've always played and I wanted to go out the way that I wanted to finish and I would have hoped I would have liked not to get out of LBW like that but um, <laughs> it is what it is but um, yeah look I'm just over the moon to play 112 tests for my country and uh, I've given it everything Test cricket is definitely going to miss you David what are you going to miss about Test cricket and just being part of this Test room yeah look the thing that I'm going to miss most is, is the memories that you create um, in the change rooms things that are in the inner sanctum you know, our, our whole life is in, in, the, in, the, in the public eye and um, you know, the special memories that we're going to create inside those change rooms tonight and the memories that have been there, um, you know, they're, they're long live going to be in my, in my um, mind for the rest of my life. Dave Warner, you're off to many other interviews. Thanks for a fascinating career. It's been great to follow it and for joining SEN Test Cricket after your final performance today. Yeah, thank you, guys, and I appreciate the coverage that you guys do. Without you guys, you know, the, the listeners out there wouldn't be able to listen to what you guys do and the knowledge that you go th- you, you, you both have is outstanding. So thank you, guys. Cheers, Daddy. Congratulations. We're there with Adam Collins and Barat Sundaresan. Just, uh, we might get just a closing word from Colo and Barat, if we could. Uh, your thoughts on the series that we've seen is, Colo, I know you're heading home, so you won't be with us for the next couple of test matches. Uh, but, Barat, you'll be on duty in Adelaide. So maybe just uh, sum up the Pakistan series from your perspective. Uh, look, the, the series that was, it probably exceeded expectations, you know. I think that we uh, came to Perth and we were genuinely worried about it being a thumping. And, look, the 3-0 scoreline will 
will reflect that when, when people go back and see this series in 20 years' time. But, Barat, that wasn't as though Pakistan won just a couple of half an hours or even a couple of sessions. They were genuinely competitive. They took a first innings lead late yesterday. Of course, that was abolished as soon as the collapse began. But that's the first time they've led a test match in Australia for 14 years. And I think there is something there to build. And I just hope genuinely that they get the opportunity to develop as test cricketers. Of course, the existential threat around teams like Pakistan at the moment is there. But there is also something going on here with this team. And you heard from David Warner then himself that he wants cricketers to aspire to wear the baggy green. I'm sure he feels exactly the same way about Pakistani kids as well. Uh, I remember going home on what should have been day five in Perth and worrying about this series. Man. What are mm. we going to have? Is it going to be a repeat of what we saw last year? But the way Pakistan have fought back and they've provided some classic moments. Uh, guys we had really not heard of before like Ahmed Jamal and Aga Salman uh, putting on the kind of performance they did. They're showing the fight and the spirit and it's so easy for oppositions to come here and feel deflated after a defeat. But they just kept getting better and better and better. Of course there are a few whose uh, careers have taken an interesting turn. Shaul Shakil came here with an average of 80. Uh, he's had issues. Babar Azam didn't have the kind of series he would have liked and Shaheen Shah Afridi, we've spoken a lot about him not playing this test. Uh, but I think, like I said, they produced some classic moments on the field and they've run Australia really close. You can actually think back to moments where uh, the ifs and buts come in, but significant ifs and buts. If that catch was taken by Abdullah Shafiq with Australia four down, even here, if they just batted slightly better in the second innings and somehow overcome the Australian mm. bowling attack, uh, they could have put pressure on them like David Warner said and Manas told us it wasn't a tough, easy rich pitch to bat on. Uh, but, but yeah, it's 3-0 and that's the might of Australia right now. It'll also be remembered as the, the Warner series inevitably. So he's been such a, a compelling cricketer to follow and observe and to track. And well, Jared, that's it. What a, what a farewell for him being out here with his family and doing all these interviews with a massive smile on his face. We're being wound up, so back to you upstairs. Hello, Travel Well. We'll see you in New Zealand, Barat, until Adelaide. Uh, just a little bit coming from the press conference here, Kat. Pakistan team director Mohammad Hafiz reveals a team exchange deal between Cricket Australia and the PCB to allow developing players in both countries to experience more of their contrasting conditions. Brilliant. That's interesting, isn't it? Brilliant, yeah. A lot lot has changed over time. Obviously, that that tour, Australia back into Pakistan. um, You had Nick Hockley there. You had Todd Greenberg there. You had... All of the powers to be and and a relationship that is starting to build. And we know the subcontinent, not only just India, the conditions are extremely hard. So any kind of experience um, our Australian domestic players or the fringe players can get to go to Pakistan will only benefit the team. Watch all the young batsmen around the country put their hands up to go to Pakistan. They are absolute belters, Jared. Yes, yes. (laughs) Pads of numbers there. Uh, Let's just tick off our categories to conclude the coverage from the SCG. Our play of the day for Drinkwise was Dave Warner's 50 on Farewell. Correct, correct. And uh, he had the singular moment having been dismissed for 57 to soak it all up from the crowd. You won't miss a moment if you drink wise. Our player of the match, thanks to Bingley, was uh, Amar... Amar Jamal, who was quite brilliant. Yeah, and it's you don't see it very often that uh, there's a player of the match from the losing side, but he single-handedly kept Pakistan in the hunt and, and put them into a, a potentially a winning position. So it was great to see him recognised for his performance. Our player of the series for Bingley was Pat Cummins, 19 wickets at 12. He was magnificent, wasn't he? Whenever Australia needed a wicket in that second test at the MCG... And Pakistan were right in it when Rizwan and Salman were going well on day four. He was brilliant. And between him and Mitch Marsh, those two stood out for Australia. Our king bowler of the match for Jenny King, king of clean. So Amir Jamal and Pat Cummins were the king bowlers of the series for sure and certain. 19 wickets and 18 wickets. Jenny King, the king of commercial cleaning franchises available. Uh, Lisa, it's great to have you with us at the SCG. Good luck with your BBL duties. Thank you. Uh, Kat, just finish it. So you're going to be quite in demand over the next 10 or 11 days to give your view on the opening position for Australia. So maybe you'd finish our broadcast. If the choice was yours and yours alone, so not what are they going to do, what would you do with the opening position heading to Adelaide? Yeah, I'll still stick with green opening and leave Smith at four. Simon Kadich, see you then. Will do.
Uh, we've been dressed by Ringers Western. Whether it's the paddock or the pub, Ringers Western has the kit to keep you cool this summer. The Benno Kadir Trophy. Australia 3-0 victory at the SCG by eight wickets. The game scores Pakistan 313 and 115. Australia 299 and two for 130. The Adelaide test starts Wednesday, January 17. It is a day test. Australia and the West Indies. We will be with you then. SEN Test Cricket for Host Plus and Henley Holmes build with confidence. We'll be back on SEN Test Cricket at the Adelaide Oval. Cummins here. Inside edge. Cummins likes it for league before. But he's turned down by umpire Goff. He's sending it upstairs to the TV umpire, John Wilson. Two reds. Hits in line with middle. And hit it. Look, it's hitting. This is bowling to him. He's edging and he's out into the gloves of Carey. He fended at the ball outside the off stump. And the Australians are running through Pakistan on the opening morning in Sydney. Hazelwood delivers here to Rizwan, who slips the gully, swings across the line, down to deep backward square, and clears Mitchell Stark for six. And then Spoles again. Saji pulls and he's caught. He's pulled it straight to line at square leg. Cuts deftly. He brings up another half century as he plays it down to third man. A finely crafted half century from Salman. Stark and he bowls. Salman pulls straight to mid-wicket and he's out as well. Good tactic. Head takes the catch low down. Cummins bowls here. Back of a leg. Hassan Ali helps it down to fine leg. And it carries as well. A five for Pat Cummins. Three on the trot for the captain. Jamal, five back. Stark bowls, short ball, takes it on, out to deep backward point, finds the gap for more. The Pakistan bench are up on their feet because that's his half century. What a splendid innings it's been. Kawaja uses his feet, he lashes out straight down the ground. A couple of bounces into the rope for four. He bowls to Warner, jammed up, that ball edges and slews away through the court and again through third slip, down to the boundary for four. Warner's living dangerously. Here's Kawaja again, carving. In front of point, out to the O'Reilly stand for four. Oh, caught it slip, yes. Yes, it is caught it slip. Salman gets Warner again. With his second ball into the attack, Warner was squared up, and the crowd's deflated with Warner walking off. That's nasty. Labashain is back and cutting through cover this time. He tuned that up with the previous and knocks it away to the boundary as a follow-up. Bowling round the wicket straight away to Kawaja, who pulls him, skies it, but gets plenty as well. Then it trickles into the rope. Kawaja pulling, and it's a shout for league before, and ends up with the keeper. And they want it. They want it upstairs. They have a mark on hotspot. Yeah, on the bottom glove. Kawaja's in strike here. And here, John Wilson. decision on screen. Signal Giving the instruction to Michael Goff and Pakistan, who bowled. Wow. With control after lunch, they've brought back Jamal and second over into the attack. He picks up Usman Kawaja for 47. Labashane pulls, he got it forward of square, that's where the gap is, and he got it forcefully enough to hit the boundary. And he's brought up a 50 in the process, Manus Labashane. Hamza bowls, he does cover drive, but he's caught! Oh. Fell straight into the trap. Bubba takes the catch. That's embarrassing, Steve Smith. Lubbershane, 40's bold! Salman's got Manus Lubbershane and the two established batters have been removed. Bang, bang! Line up to him after passing up high got Hard spawn, off break, shout for leap before, given! Lyon beat him in flight. The drift back towards the left-hander. Didn't get far enough forward. Nathan Lyon in the book. Hazelwood begins to Shaquille, who edges and he's caught and slip. Terrible stuff from Shaquille. Brilliant change from Australia. Hazelwood strikes the safe hands of Steve Smith. I have, I'm Jake McGrath's husband when it comes to this <laughs> test match. Sajid Bold! Hazelwood's gone right through him. The night watchman only lasted two balls. And the route is suddenly on. Ben McGrath, he's seen Josh Hazelwood take two wickets in the over. He's bowling to Salman, edging and he's out as well! <laughs> Warner takes the catch! Hazelwood has wrought havoc. Three in the over. 
and Australia will sleep soundly tonight after a day that offered plenty of uncertainty. Archer sees the last ball of the over. He's wrapped on the pad by Sajini's outs. Kawaja's been given in the first over for a duck. From the crease, drives, pierces the field at extra cover and struck it so well that Longoff had no chance. Wow, there's no reigning Dave Warner in here. Warner readies himself, he's back and turning around the corner and he'll raise the bat one final time. He settles for the single, it's his 50th run. The SCG and the country rises to him. Jamal to Labashe, fraction shorter, he goes back and clips it out towards deep mid-wicket. Great timing, it'll be his half-century Labashe and a few more as well. Sajid to Warner, he's covering up, he's struck in front, Sajid, he's getting crankier and crankier, it's the full bellow. Wow, that's getting silly long. Well, could you not say the obvious buckets and lane and wickets hitting? No sense of theatre from the DRS. Dave Warner is out for 57. His work for Australia in Test cricket is done. Crowd in Sydney rise to see Manus hit the winning runs. Jamal bowls and Manus does it. Labashane guides it away through cover. Australia win the SCG Test and the series 3-0.